Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform. We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market. Today is Thursday, November 3rd. It is the afternoon in the U.S. I am here with my great friend, Jared, who you may know as J underscore pause online, and IMP, you may know me as Aston Cloud online. Jared, how are you today, my friend? I always say live in the dream, but I definitely do have some stresses uh, this week from the fund launching on Tuesday and just uh, getting everything aligned. So great stresses, but overall doing very well. Thank you for asking. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. Sorry to hear about the stress. Hopefully that is resolved soon. And you know, hopefully talking about some gen art will help relieve some stress for you and our listeners. Always. These cornering the market episodes. So this is our weekly episode if you're new. Uh, we cover a lot of news that's happening in the gen art world. We have a ton of news, so Jared and I have made a pact to not talk much and just give you news. This is audio only. It will be up on YouTube, uh, and we will have a Twitter thread that comes out with it. So uh, if you want to just read through the Twitter thread, that will give you a ton of info. If you want to listen, we appreciate that. Either way, if you like what you're hearing here, please subscribe, like, comment. It really helps us. And we will point out whatever art that we were talking about. If we have one of those pieces, we will point it out. So a ton to cover today. There's there's a lot happening in the NFT art world and in the broader world. So we start off with just the markets since they affect everything. Uh, we'll start off with Bitcoin and Ethereum. In the last seven days, uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum are actually a little bit down. Bitcoin down 2.5%, Ethereum down 1.8%. Uh, there was a rate hike by the Federal Reserve in the U.S. that just happened yesterday. And so, you know, overall, things are still pretty bullish compared to a couple of weeks ago, but not a lot has changed in the past week. I don't think there's really too much going on there. I mean, we're, we're just it feels like the gen art market may have bottomed. We've, we're seeing some crazy volume, at least in the sense that we haven't seen that volume in a while. There's there's a lot of people thinking that this may be the, the bottom might be in. And, and I personally think that the sentiment bottom might have already come in, which is not a metric that people talk about. But it, I don't think things have could have felt any worse. Yeah, do you have any thoughts on the macro, Jared? Anything that's changed since last week? Nothing I can tell. Pretty boring, but that's actually really exciting to me. Uh, like I said, I've been, like I said last week, I'm looking for Wyckoff accumulation and, and and that pattern to to play out. But other than that, I mean, the you know the big thing for me is exactly what you talked about. It's it's the sentiment for the the buying. I mean, it, it's it feels like things are heating up, man. Feels good. Well, let's see if the data for GenArt supports that. So we are going to head over to our blue chip GenArt section where we look at nftpricefloor.com. We take a look at what's going on. And uh, the we like to start with just seven day volume where collections are moving. We are seeing massive volume in Chromey Squiggles, 96 sales in the last seven days. And we've been following this uh, off of the mic. It's really been quite explosive. And so uh, really exciting to see that. And we'll we'll get to our squiggle update with Jared shortly. Third, sorry, in second place for number of sales are Murakami Flowers, which is interesting. You don't, we haven't seen a lot of those sales recently. And then QQL Mint Passes, 31 of those sales sold in the last seven days. And then uh, I'm just going to run off a couple others. Uh, Meridian, 20 of those sold. Screens, 20 sold. Chimera, 15 sold. Memories of Chilin, 14 sold. Anti-cyclones 10. I mean, in the last few weeks, we were seeing a max of, you know, squiggles would be 20 or 30. And then we were seeing maybe you'd be lucky to see 10 of anything else. So 
really, really good seven-day volume. And in terms of floor price changes, of the ones that we tracked, uh, Dreams, one of the art blocks curated, actually really jumped up. It's at a two-ether floor now, a 66% increase. Uh, second is Watercolor Dreams, uh, up 47% in floor price to 1.7. Apparitions, another art blocks, this one curated, up 45%. And we, we got a lot up over 30%. I mean, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 collections that are up 30% or more. Even Fidenzas are up 13%. Screens are up 31%. Squiggles up 32% with all the volume. It's not surprising. Gazers at a 24.5 ether floor. I could keep going on. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jared? And, and then let's hear the squiggle update. I mean, these are undeniable numbers. It, it's exciting times to be in the space. And these numbers, I believe, are confirmation. I mean, to see a 30% rise in uh, any sort of floor number uh, and you know it's a perfect segue into the squiggle update which is you know that uh, volume uh, across the squiggles is you know it's 1500 ETH in over the last seven days and it's not just floors you know squiggles hit an all-time high uh, in ETH terms at 16.9 it's uh, you know I mean, curated and their their notification bots are just off the charts, but I mean, they just bought a, a 33 ETH, you know, CS9 bold last night, uh, you know, within eight minutes of listing. Uh, I'm talking to a couple people about hyper sales. So, I mean, it's, uh, I have to say the the momentum is good, you know, in the squiggle down, the, the new engagement and new members uh, is escalating daily. So, it's exciting. Um, you know, it's fun to be here when everything's going up. And kind of like I touched on last week with the the similarities to the Bitcoin chart, you know, I, I feel like we're in this uh, potential breakout period. There's nothing to stop it to 18 ETH, in my opinion. You know, sitting at 6.9, that's not much. But, you know, I mean, it's a it, it just watching the, the sales feed. It, it's like a movie reel, man. It's just ticking them off uh, over and over and over again. And it's everything from higher end pieces to, to floor. It, it's it's awesome to see. Absolutely. And in the spirit of our disclaimers, Jared owns squiggles. I own squiggles. It's not a surprise. Both of our profile pictures are squiggles, but we want to be transparent here with that. Uh, and of the other ones that we rattled up, we each own memories. I don't think there are any others that we mentioned that we own. And just to reiterate very quickly, new people are buying squiggles. Okay. There's this question of are we just shuffling money around with each other i don't think so there are new people coming in they may not be new people like your neighbor down the street but people who were playing in the pfp market or in DeFi or in something else i can personally tell you that i've advised some people who are buying their first squiggle and everyone is very excited so squiggles are running blue chip nft art is running and i have a theory because as we cross over to fx hash you'll see that the volumes haven't quite been the same there but I have a theory that what essentially we're seeing is people feeling like the market is bottoming and deploying into some of the blue chips that they've been waiting to get into. Sort of like in the broader crypto market, how money will flow into Bitcoin and then Ethereum and then altcoins. So that's what I believe is happening. And uh, actually, FX hash volume has been a little bit weak in the last seven days, which kind of supports that theory. But let's. What are you seeing here, Jared? You know, walk through our FX hash seven-day volume 
that we got up here. Yeah, FX hash, the, the one that's exciting to me is dragons in Zancan's Bug Forest are still, you know, within the, the top five. Yazid's Constellations, which we'll talk about, is at the top. And then there's just a really good sprinkling of older and newer projects with, you know, your favorite September in the top 10. And then, um, you know, I think overall it's it's not mind-blowing. Uh, there's nothing that stands out to me over the seven-day period, but, you know, it's it's consistent. It is it is consistent, and uh, there's a new collection actually that's in the top, the number one in seven days that we'll touch on. It's called Coronado by Jerry's, but we'll get to that in the Great Art at Great Prices section. Okay, so that is a market overview. Things are moving. Let's move on to some Gen Art news, and uh, there is a big Fidenza sale. You want to talk about that one, Jared? Yeah, six foot five to nine in his season four had a, a three hundred ETH uh, Fidenza sale. I just uh, I think it's indicative of the fact that when good art comes on, and there are strong diamond hands uh, with liquidity available, it's proof. And it was a very rare palette. You know, it's proof that uh, great art is great art. And there's still, I mean, just the fact that six five two nine's in his uh, fourth season of a fund is to me indicative that people have faith not only in in him but also the space so i thought that was just something to note and exciting a confirmation point and jared do you know when you say fourth season of his fund like what, what kind of time period is that do you know you know i actually do not know uh, i can't tell you if it's a uh, you know a, a dollar amount or a period but uh, it's just season four got it okay excellent the next thing to highlight here in terms of Gen Art news, a, a friend of the podcast, another fellow Grailer, SSS Loop One, uh, he has a tweet thread. We'll link to this. Uh, he has compiled a list of uh, talented Iranian artists that are is working and surviving on the blockchain. So effectively, they are using their art to continue to live their lives. And I haven't been following closely, but I know there's a lot of let's call it domestic uh, political strife happening over there right now in Iran. And uh, there's going to be a giveaway as well. So anyone who retweets and uh, shares and raises awareness, he's, he's giving away a one of one that actually looks quite beautiful. So we'll link to that. Uh, we won't belabor the point, let you take a look at that and take a look at some of that gorgeous art, but we really like this initiative. So we wanted to highlight that. Yeah, great cause. Okay. Uh, Lemon. Le Monde 2D, I think that's how you say it. He had a bit of a run on some items, Jared, if, if you want to let everybody know about that one. Yeah, for the the Mexico City Bright Moments Min Pass, he, he went on a terror a few days ago. And what was really cool is he followed it up with a tweet that just said, support the artists you love. And Iskra and Marcelo were the two that he went absolutely ballistic on uh, acquiring mint passes to and I just something to note but more than that it was really cool to see um, you know a patron of the space with obviously uh, pretty substantially deep pockets putting his money where his mouth is and and supporting the artist I, I thought it was really indicative of uh, the conviction for the space but also the belief in certain artists which I think is um, you know it's, it's cool to see it's not just buying art it's supporting those who matter yeah, uh, 100% agree. Really great to see that conviction. Really great to see uh, the collector supporting 
artist so strongly. Uh, of course, wish I could afford that. Uh, maybe one day, Limon TD, that I could be on your level if you're listening. He's probably not listening. Uh, okay, next story. Gen- There's a lot of Gen Art news. We normally try to do three, but we're going to do them fast. Uh, Xcopy has tweeted out about a super rare, rare pass. Genesis Pass, it's not yet clear what this is going to do, but there are some big name artists on there. And Spalter, who is a huge AI artist, Hakatao, Drifter Shoots, or Drift, Matt Kane, for Gazer's fame, uh, OSF, Otherworld, Sarah Zucker, X Copy, of course. So just keep an eye out for that. I don't know too many details yet, uh, but we'll obviously Super Super Rare is a huge name, so I think definitely worth following. But I think it's limited to 250 passes. So, I mean, it's going to end up being super exclusive and my guess is super pricey, but really interesting lineup that they have. So excited to see what comes of that. And even in the the proof preview uh, podcast, I don't think it's public yet. You know, obviously Derek is is ranting about it. So, you know, there's, there's some excitement behind it and definitely something to watch, especially with talents such as Xcopy and, generative artists like Matt Kane and I even I love drifter stuff so it curious to see what unfolds yeah and one one quick note on this not everybody's going to be able to afford this I probably won't realistically there's 250 of these passes and there's all these big names on there I don't want people to have too much FOMO this space is going to be way 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 bigger than any single mint pass or even any single artist so if you're like, yeah, I can't, I can't hang with Derek Edwards. Uh, oh, don't worry, I can't either. And so I, I'm not concerned. Uh, I just don't want people to get too much FOMO on that part. A couple other just quick things to mention. Um, I think that so just one broader story that's that I actually would love your take on, Jared. There have been a lot more. It feels like there's been a higher frequency of trad art galleries doing uh, drops on NFTs, often generative drops. And a lot of these drops have been sort of the first time that you have a traditional artist jumping in. We mentioned last time Metamorphosis, uh, which is by, I can't remember the artist's name, but he's, he's a, a, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, actually. Uh, but that was a drop with Live.Art that we talked about. Um, that was that artist first generative drop. There was another drop that recently happened uh, with the, uh, let's see, who's a tweet from Sam Spike. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. So, so there's some commentary that's been happening because these releases have been a little bit, they felt a little bit trad art. And there have been some hot takes that I think are worth people just sort of hearing about. Uh, so Sam Spike says, Artbox is in danger of becoming a platform for traditional editions with the liquidity and network benefits of NFTs. Fine, but a different thing. Not every artist wants to play the long-form game. So Sam Spike is reacting to the fact that a lot of these folks are releasing what are supposed to be long-form collections, but they're they're kind of homogenous. And I don't want to go into any specific collections because I don't want to make any commentary on the art itself. Uh, but a lot of folks were feeling like, okay, maybe there's there's some of that. So, look, I think this is not a good thing. There's no way that we're going to get a melding of the two worlds, trad art and NFT art, without some tensions and some friction. I just don't think it's possible. Uh, I do think that it behooves the Web3 NFT community to advocate with both their voices and their money for what they want and to fix some of the parts of 
the trad art world that they maybe don't like. But it's just this general trend that we're seeing here with folks coming in that I think is worth just keeping an eye out for. Uh, and I think is net positive. But, you know, I would love your thoughts on this, Jared. I have a tendency to align uh, net positive. The more people, the more eyes uh, I feel, the better. I don't think that there's any difference between, you know, everybody has to spend the money, their money, in the way that they feel most comfortable with. You know, if you want to go into a POP or POMPA project or onboard through a, a trad art uh, gallery, I, I have no issues with it as long as individuals understand what they're getting themselves into and it's not being projected as something else. You know, I, I won't name names, but, you know, I know that some you know, a gallery was marketing a, a digital artwork for 25K that was being traded at like three or four. You know, I feel like there's a little bit, you know, but it's also a business at the end of the day. And if people are willing to perceive value, then then they're there. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's 100% aligned with the, the Web3 experience, but that I, I, I'm going to, you know, contradict myself and say, but it's onboarding more people. And as long as that doesn't sour the space in any way, you know, I, I, I'm always a, a big believer in free markets and, and letting the market decide. So it's kind of a non-answer, but more or less like it, it's not the most exciting thing to me personally, but you know, I, I do think it is good overall for the, for the space. hundred percent agree. And I think that any gallery that is trying to pull a fast one on people, by listing something in the gallery for 25,000 that you could buy on OpenSea for three or 4,000 is very quickly going to lose customers. So that's just, you know, that's standard business stuff is treat your customers well and you'll retain them. So that is our Gen Art news. Let's hop over to some release recaps. I want to start with a related sort of, uh, a related drop so there is there's a drop called life of our minds liom by og.art and this was interesting because it was a pre-reveal um i believe it was a, no it wasn't it wasn't pace but um oh sorry it was it is actually an nftr project produced by pace verso and snark.art on the og.art platform so pace again pace has been coming in hard not just the raw art blocks and what happened was these things really ran up. I, I think it minted in like the 0.2 ETH range. I want to say something like that. And it was a November 1st reveal. Ran up to over Ether. I mean, these looking at the stats, these are trading at 1.2, 1.4 Ether pre-reveal. And then they revealed. And uh, kind of unsurprisingly, they the floor price dropped after that. Why am I bringing this up? Uh, it's it's actually quite nice art. Don't get me wrong. It's it's interesting. Maybe a little bit homogenous as a collection for my tastes. But there is still this gambler's premium. Just be careful for any pre-reveal, whatever. People always pay more for that. This wasn't a pre-reveal, but you, you just be judicious with your entry points and how much something has run up, no matter what you're buying. It really doesn't matter. Something's gone up 4 or 5x in a day. It's more often than not, a bad investment decision to buy it. Doesn't matter if it's fifty bucks, more from ten to fifty, or a thousand to five thousand. It's the same principle. Uh, we mentioned another project, Qwerty. When we mentioned it, Jared found it and brought it up. It was at something like point two or point three, and then it shot up to over one, and now it's back down to point five. So if you'd bought it at one, it wasn't the right entry price. So 
we try to get these things out and we try to highlight the prices they're at. Uh, but sometimes things run up and just, yeah, just be careful with that. Uh, especially as we sp- things start getting heated up again, uh, if we really are kind of turning the corner, entering the, the bull market soon in the next few months. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the proper terminology, but it's hype cycles. And, and you meant referenced it, right? Like if something five X is in, in a short amount of time, just be careful about your entry point that, you know, and that's to be said, like, you know, you, you and I talk about it all the time. You know, there's certain ones like Fontana that just kept going up and up and up and it never pulled back. But something like QWERTY, you know, we were targeting at 0.3. It ran up, but now it's it's corrected. So, you know, just understand, uh, you know, my advice is always like buy the stuff you love and, and don't have FOMO for missing out. Because a lot of times that's when you when you you make some more emotional rather than rational decisions. That's right. And and we talked a lot about squiggles. I'm I'm not going to lie. It's risky or for sure to buy a squiggle now than it was a week ago or two weeks ago that doesn't mean it won't keep going up but you got to recognize that it's significantly appreciated and and likely some people will take profit and a lot of the buyers uh, may be gone i mean who knows it's no way to tell the demand and you have a great point about fontana fontana could pull back as well we mentioned it back when it was at two ether now it's at four i wouldn't say you should buy it now it, it could still go up, but it, it's just the, the a run has happened, so it's hard to say for sure. So just just a little public service announcement. We obviously care about you all and want to make sure that you don't uh, lose money. And we, we're very, very careful about what we recommend for that reason. We really don't want anyone to lose money because of our recommendations. But let's let's talk about Yazid, your boy, Jared. Yeah, my 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 artist crush did a 50 piece release called Constellations on FX Hash. Uh, 48 of the 50 have been minted to or reserved uh, that are left. But, you know, I just thought that this was a a, a very beautiful uh, output. I think that, you know, it's a, it's a derivation and well, I shouldn't say derivation, but it's more of like an inspiration from Gestalt, you know, and it, it really embraces, um, you know, really what it looks like is if you were to look in the sky w- without light pollution and then just see this, uh, this beautiful constellation. And I think Yazi did it an amazing job uh, publishing it, you know, it, it minted out at 150 Tez and the floor is now 600. So um, I think it's beautiful. Uh, it represents, I think his uh, artistic touch. And then it's, it's just, it's fun to see his continual progression as an artist, but you know, beautiful release um, and beautiful execution. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I, I love these. Uh, they're really beautiful, and I actually really enjoy the ones with the dark backgrounds. I normally like the ones that are a little bit more rare and different. Some have dark backgrounds, some have light. Check it out. It's on FX Hash. Uh, the floor is 600, which uh, Tezos, which sounds like a lot, but it you know it's only 50 pieces, so it's actually not uh, crazy to see a floor that high. The last drop that we wanted to talk about is Friendship Bracelets by Alexis Andre and. Uh, and Snowfro, Eric Calderon, although it's not entirely clear to me exactly uh, how they split up the work. And I, you know, actually, I think I want to say somebody else was involved. I'll, I'll make sure that it's it's in the show notes. Um, oh, it's just the Artblocks team. Okay, so Alexis, uh, Eric, and the Artblocks team. So we, Jared talked about this last week. You can claim these by January 10th, 2023 at noon U.S. Central Time. These are just really uh, open edition generative mints for uh, anybody who holds an art blocks 
token as of I think it was October 26th. They took a snapshot, and if you your wallet, Ethereum wallet, held any Artbox token, you can go mint two of these things. And I, you know, it it kind of caught me off guard. People have really been getting into this, and the metadata is still it launched today. Thursday, November 3rd. The metadata is still kind of being updated, but there's about 7,500 of these. They said that there's a theoretical close to 70,000. And interestingly, they added something in some variation in this. So there, there are some rarities, and it's primarily based on the palette. So a large number of them, 60 to 70%, I can't really tell, have a palette that's called unnamed. We don't think those will reveal. We'll find out for sure in the next couple of days. But um then there's a bunch of named palettes, 38 named palettes, and there's a you know, varying number of those that have emerged. So, yeah, yeah, these things actually shot up to a 0.1 Ether floor. It retraced a bit, and, and now it's kind of bouncing around. We'll, we'll see where they end up uh, as of this recording. It's about 0.08. Uh, some sold as high as one Ether, some of those more rare palettes that we're talking about that also look striking. They look quite beautiful, and these are all animated. So, Check them out. If you have any Artbox tokens in however many wallets you might have them in, go and claim them. They're free. It's just gas. Uh, who knows? Maybe there's a day zero premium on this. There's a lot of speculation running wild. But they're cool. It's engaging. A lot of people get involved in Artbox. So I think it's fun for the community and potentially profitable for those who hold them. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually going to, in the spirit of the project, gift... I have two wallets that I claimed from, so I have four total. I'm gonna I'm gonna gift the majority of uh mine. You know, I've already got one guy uh from Squiggledow raising his hand to to get one. So I think it's uh I'm gonna try to embrace this and and not only distribute but like use it uh, as a mechanism to onboard a few people. I, I I really really dig the the intent of this, and you know it it's a uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what sort of mechanic prevails from um, from the project. I mean, if there's 70,000 of them, you know, chances are they're not going to be crazy, crazy um, lucrative. But, you know, I'm excited for it. We'll see what happens. 100%. All right. Great art, great prices. I have three for you. Number one, aforementioned Coronado by Jerry's on FX Hash. This launched just yesterday, I want to say. Yep, November 2nd. 16, okay, interesting. 16 Tezos flat, no Dutch auction. So we've primarily seen Dutch auctions over there. Really like the art. I mean, it's really cool. It's giving me Fontana vibes, right? This is like the FX hash Fontana is, is what, <laughs> what I'm thinking of, at least the way that the colors are done in sort of a pastel way. Importantly, seven days, the most volume in Tezos, 15.1 thousand. Nothing's even close. It's cracked into the 30-day volume. It's number eight over there. Check it out. Uh, yesterday, the floor was at 100, or about 90 Tezos. It's now 169. There's definitely moving. Big collectors jumping in. Great art, still under $200, or right around 200 US dollars. So that one is, is one I definitely want to highlight to folks. Uh, the next one is Orchid by Luke Shannon. So Luke Shannon is known of a collection called Opera that was in Artblocks, a favorite of Zeneca and a few other folks. He has a new collection called Orchid. And I, you know, I've got to be honest, I don't remember when it launched exactly. It was within the last week or so. But this is an Artblocks. And the floor right now is 0.389 Ethereum. 
which is, is not cheap, uh, but this is a collection of 340, and it's really, I think, quite nice art. So it's, it's not the cheapest art out there, but I do think it's a good price for a well-regarded artist and uh, a collection that actually looks quite nice to me. Have you seen this one, Jared? I haven't, actually. Um, as you're scrolling, it does look beautiful. Uh, personally, I don't think I'll be adding it to my collection for 0.4. I'd rather deploy somewhere else, but I mean, it has a beautiful aesthetic and a really great uh, variety in the output. Yeah, that's right. And I, I probably won't add it either. And I know we, we've talked about a bunch of art so far. Uh, none of these I, I currently have. I mean, look, uh, some, some, uh, some fans have been, uh, giving us a little bit of a hard time about not collecting some of the stuff that we talk about. And the truth is I, I just simply don't have the liquidity to collect all the stuff, but being able to talk about it is the second best thing. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. Uh, the last one that I wanted to highlight is called the lucky oracles by echo three, three. Uh, I really like what echo three, three does. Uh, they, they post a lot of fantastic art online. So definitely follow them on Twitter. And, you know, we'll, we'll link to them in the tweet thread. Uh, and this is not a new collection by any means. This was launched, oh, back in uh, August 2022, which feels like a long time ago. But it's just cool art. It's at 33 Tez. I wouldn't expect a return on this, but it's just nice art that I think is a little bit different and is, it's just fun. I, I, I enjoy it. So, uh, I, yeah, check it out. See if you like it. To be something for your collection and like i said I, I wouldn't have high expectations there's 777 of those all right uh, i appreciate you, you bringing that up to a lot of people's attention i think that that's the beauty of this podcast is we're trying to say yes there's some stuff that has uh, investment potential and then there's just stuff that's beautiful and bringing eyes to that because it may not have the awareness so i actually really appreciate you taking a look at all this oh yeah for sure and uh, the truth is some I mean, we are all double-minded about things. There's some things I buy just because I want them. There's some things that I really analyze and say, okay, this is an investment. Both things happen. Both are important. Exciting new drops. Uh, Jared, you, you mentioned Heavy. It's got a new art box drop. I love your theory on this. I'll pull, pull it up on the screen. But, yeah, you want to tell us a little bit about Heavy? and uh, not, not the deeper theory, uh, but uh, just in general, you want to tell us about this? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I'm willing to go public with my deeper theory, but uh, Heavy is a an incredible artist that I've followed on FX Hash personally. Um, I think that there's been some amazing releases that they have, and I'm really excited to see that this individual is going to have an Art Blocks release. So I believe that on the 4th, so tomorrow for us but probably today or the day after by the time you guys hear this assuming that everybody who hears it is uh listening the day of right that's the excitement we have but i mean heavy's a an incredible artist i'm i'm excited to, that they're getting the the platform uh you know on on our blocks and on ethereum you know we, we did talk about it uh the, the one i can't pronounce trazy doc trazy doc Trazzy Duck. Yeah, on FX Hash. I went really hard on that one. I've collected a bunch of the pieces, so full disclosure, I do have uh, a stake in, in their success. But I think if you go back and look at just the, the overall projects that um, they've released, it, it's a really cool um, portfolio on FX Hash. 
uh, and for everybody's reference, it's H-E-V-E-Y. And, um, you know, I'm excited. I think that, you know, most notably, they'll be known for like density and uh, Canyon and that Trastadoc. So, I mean, overall, great artist. Uh, I'm excited to see the platform and what comes of this. Yeah, absolutely. And we we will link to that one, of course, so you all can take a look at that art and see how you like it. And that's going to be called Structures. This is next to his art blocks drop. And is this a curated? I don't think it is, right? What was that? Is it going to be an art box curated? I don't know. I, I just don't... said art box presents. Yeah, I, I'm confused now as to what. Uh, no, it's presents, so that's not curated. Okay. And I'm just going to highlight one more. There's a couple other, uh, two more real fast because we are running up on time. There's too much to talk about. Okay. Uh, Aquia, which I think is how you pronounce it, which is a new rich pool collaboration with Rick Crane. Uh, it's going to launch Monday, the 7th of November, 1600 UTC. It's on FX hash, Dutch auction starting at 216 Tez. There'll be 343 generative works. They all look like aqueducts, but they kind of have a nice, cartoony vibe to them check them out we'll post about it see if you like it uh i think it's it's really cool and we're big rich pool fans of course uh the second yeah, one oh, i'm sorry what rich is doing is sorry is is really really exciting and i know I, I rambled on about uh some other stuff but i mean this is i think something definitely to check out rich's work always performs well and just based on his tweets it seems like he's poured his heart and soul into this so super excited for this release yeah, yeah. It's it's really I really like the look of it too. It looks distinct from some of the stuff he's done. And he's done Coripo, he's done a few things that have a, a certain style to them, and this feels distinct, which I like. Um the the last one I wanted to highlight real quick, because a lot of people are talking about this. I don't know if you've you've seen it, Jared, uh, but Finger Code at Finger Code, who is an artist that is uh, quite popular amongst some of the influential collectors, I would say is uh having so they had a they had a dutch auction for a new drop called nth culture that happened on november 2nd and there were 75 mint passes they minted out at 1.27 ether and interestingly it's with bright moments if you hold held one of those crypto citizens that bright moments has and we don't have time to go into all that for people but we can point you towards their website but if you held a crypto citizen is 25 percent off so uh this is going to reveal on friday so we'll get to see what the art looks like if it's revealed we'll post it on our twitter feed um in this thread but yeah i, I i'm excited to see what this looks like uh, i think it, it could be interesting for sure all right um some artists to highlight you you wanted to, to talk about your boy uh and maybe talk about a few of his projects yazid if i recall yeah, a lot of uh, Yazid love today. Uh, the the it was nice to see Constellations perform so well. Obviously, with fifty being a super limited uh, edition, but you know, I also try to to highlight every entry point. You know, he's got the Gestalt, which has like a you know forty fifty Tez entry point, and then also his hashed cities and hashed arcs. Uh, hashed cities, I think, has like a Four or five hundred Tez entry point, beautiful work, and then hashed uh, arcs is around two hundred Tez. So, very attractive uh, price points, especially relative to Automatism, which was his art blocks release. But uh, you know, the, he's getting some attention. A lot of big collectors are collecting, and it's just uh, something to watch because I feel as though uh, I'm seeing sales pick up, and um, 
full disclosure, I own a lot of Yazid, so it's. Uh, but at the same time, I do think that there's a lot of upside potential. Yeah, y- Yazid is. He also has a, a collection called uh, Automatism. Oh, did you mention Automatism? He probably did. Uh, th- that's very popular on our blocks. And look, right now FX Hash is not getting as much attention. This is the time to go buy things you have conviction in. Uh, I-, I think that in just the last couple of weeks, the attention has shifted. We've mentioned it before. Yazid is one of the top artists on FX Hash, and he's crossed over to Ether. And uh, he's 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 a cool guy. So I think a lot of all that matters as you consider who you might want to collect. Um, I I will just highlight Finger Code, the artist that we brought up, and Finger Code had a collection called Translucent Pains that had been dropped earlier this year. There's also I believe it was with Bright Moments. That's right, it was with Bright Moments. And I, I just want to highlight them because, again, the way that people are talking about finger code, it just makes me think that this is somebody to watch because people are really interested. I haven't had the chance to look into them yet, but this collection, Translucent Pains, had 430 items. The floor is uh, a little bit lower than I would think based on the way people talk about this artist, 0.369, but there's only 30 for sale. So it, it goes up real fast. So it's just an artist to keep an eye on. I, I don't know. It, I could be wrong, but it just feels like there could be something here. So I wanted to highlight them for everybody listening. And we last week, we talked about a few collections to watch, Fontana, which did really well. We talked about Gazers, which went from an 18 Ether floor to 25 Ether floor, minor dip now to 24 and a half. Did not think either of those would run so quickly, but they did. And here they are. Um, Hopefully we can keep making some reasonable predictions, but yeah, any collections that you want to highlight, Jared, that you think are worth watching either because they're good or starting to get more attention or, or really both. They're good and they're starting to get more attention. Yeah. I mean, honestly, last week is, is one of that will go down in the books for us. I feel like we had some amazing calls, not to toot our own horns, but you know, the, the other one that's on my, my radar is uh, memories of Keelan. Obviously we, Full disclosure, own some, but you know the floor is awfully thin. I, I could see an easy. It's right now about 6.6. There's seven or so sales just in the last 24 hours that that ran it up from 5.7, and I could easily see it going uh, to eight in in good time. There's some pretty good resistance there, but I mean blue skies. If it can it can break through there. I mean, I, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Emily just has a lot of uh, eyes and attention uh, in her artwork obviously is, is very well regarded. I listened to your podcast with uh, Tim Bain today and even his compliments to uh, her use of colors and palettes. Uh, you know, it has a deep resonance with everybody. So I feel like it just, my gut tells me, my intuition says that there's there's a moment coming for that. It just seems to have rotated through it. Uh, and same thing with anti-cyclones, thinning floor just kind of feels as though it's uh, it's poised for a massive run. Anti-cyclone, I think, uh, you know, it's funny because it has been running, but I think it could continue to run. William Upon is still, his his star is still rising and Bright Moments is coming up in just a few weeks. Marfa is coming up. I think, I think that there's a lot. Uh, oh, I shouldn't have even looked, Jared. I looked online and uh, one of these anti-cyclones that you and I were deliberating buying for like four Ether uh, oh, I guess it was nine ether. Uh, great, great guide ten 
Rosalind now listed for 25. That's some max pain there. But hey, if the the bear market is over, you know, I'm ready ready to deploy. Uh, the I, I wanted to go ahead and highlight Bent by Ipsketch. I think that this collection is so. This is an Artbox curated collection, part of the Artbox series that have now ended. A thousand and twenty four pieces. It is currently at a one point three ether floor. Uh, these are really interesting. They all kind of look like mazes. Check them out. I just think the way that art blocks have been moving for a curated to be sitting at 1.3 ether floor is uh, odd to me. So I don't know if it's going to run up, but I wouldn't be surprised just based on that. And a lot of people like the art. I, I personally like it too. So, you know, it's just one that I wanted to highlight. Folks can keep an eye out on that one. Uh, do, do you have any others, Jared? I have one more that I wanted to point out. Yeah, so this one, I love this one. I don't know why, but it's a GTJ by Bart Simmons. Artblocks Factory, I believe. Yep. And uh, there's only 200 of these, 222. And they're really cool. They they just look like these little waves with moons in the background. Sort of a, I don't, I don't quite know the aesthetic, but I really, really like them. And I don't know if they'll do super well or not, but I know there's a lot of collectors who love them. And there are only 200 of these, so... It won't take a lot for these to go up in price. And so if you want to collect these, even without thinking about the potential for a return, I would say go ahead and grab them before they potentially run. All right. I think that's it, Jared. You have anything else you want to share with folks? No, it's been an exciting week and the price action has been, uh, you know, very encouraging. I, I wait with bated breath, uh, you know, to, to see where, if it's sustained, but you know, overall I'm, I'm, Super positive. I'd love to hear if anybody has a contrarian view. I definitely love the the challenge and the pushback. So, you know, please, please, please share with us on, on social, any comments that you have. I mean, this is, uh, it feels like we're on the cusp of something exciting. I agree. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We are at collectors underscore XYZ online on Twitter. Please follow us. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning into Collector's Corner. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you like this episode and want to help us out, please subscribe and leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on YouTube. Please also follow us on Twitter for announcements as we expand to other social and content platforms. Our Twitter handle is at collectors underscore XYZ. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So please comment or reach out. We're always striving to be more useful and get better so we can help you in your collecting journey. The Collector's Corner team and their guests are not registered investment advisors. All views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions and are not specific inducements to make particular investments or investment strategies and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. This show is solely for informational and entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, please consult a professional.